We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike to tell you along with Charlie Long. And on our Oakland Heart Jewelers talk and text line from Sports Illustrated and also the managing editor, senior reporter for the Saints News Network, Kyle Mosley. Kyle, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. How you doing, partner? Good, Mike. How you doing, sir? I'm doing great. Kyle, uh, right off the bat, Charlie and I were talking about this, so I'll get your opinion. Uh, of all the, the players on this team to move to get something back in return, I think Marshawn Lattimore is is the guy. When you look at how that contract was restructured, and I think you could get a, a, a nice piece back uh, for Lattimore at this stage. He's one of the top cornerbacks in pro football when he's healthy and that has been an issue the last two years he's missed playing time your thoughts on Lattimore because I think he's the best that that's ever put on the black and gold and I hate to give up a good player but you yeah, might be kinda, at the point of no return here yeah well first of all hey Charlie how you doing um it was kind of eye-opening when Mickey Loomis didn't really want to go in and elaborate on Marshawn Lattimore's contract situation, right? So that also points to the fact that, yeah, they may be open to any type of trade value that they can be able to receive for uh, one of the best cornerbacks in all of NFL at this time. So I know his availability, some of the injuries have been uh, an issue, but if you look at the performance of Paulson Adebo as well as Isaac uh, Edom, those guys have really performed very well, as well as Taylor. Uh, so I think being able to get some assets in return for Lattimore only makes sense. And, and I want uh, a younger team. I, I want yeah. some younger guys yeah. that can play. So it puts the emphasis, a lot of times I say this, they say, oh, that's because you're wheelhouse. No, the draft is so important. Kyle, you know this, I've told you this many times, is a minimum wage. Okay, when you bring in a rookie player, you pay in a minimum wage NFL style. Okay, not minimum wage that you would get in the marketplace today, but minimum wage NFL style. And I think that's how you build. You can pick and choose and get you select free agents. But I do think the crux of this is as you've gotten a little older in certain positions and the money issues, hitting the draft now becomes priority one. There is no two or three. It's one. And also, you got to consider the salary cap issue that the Saints have been melting down each year, year after year after year. And you're talking about a player that would account to, what, $14 million on the cap hit for these guys this upcoming season. I know they did some restructuring there to be able to help alleviate some of the situation, but that's still a big number. And going forward, it was going to just uh, keep climbing. So get younger guys, get younger talent, get guys who are not as um, – haven't had availability issues like Lattimore has. I, I just think it's a no-brainer in that case. But, but also to lose somebody of his stature, you also have to consider what you're going to be missing there. Kyle, going back to what Mike was saying a little bit about the draft and you know getting hitting on these picks and getting more picks by moving on from some veteran pieces, one of those uh, players that they got, first-round pick of 2021, that has kind of been out of sight, out of mind for the most part, is Trevor Penning. And you listen to what – 
Mickey Loomis said yesterday, we didn't do him any favors by trying to throw him in as a starter day one as he entered his second year after basically taking a red shirt in his rookie season. Uh, but he said the offseason they're going to have a better plan for him. I'm sure I do said last week that he's expecting you know Penny to go see an O-line specialist to fix his kind of deficiencies. But what are your kind of expectations for him this offseason? Because in, after his rookie year when he was injured, he didn't really have much of a second offseason before he was kind of just into that starting role uh, in, his, in his second year. Kyle, here's my deal. Offensive I'm not, I'm not line sure. specialist. Wait a minute. Don't they have an offensive line coach? Yeah. Isn't Doug Marone one of the best, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, all right. Here's my honest opinion. I, I really believe they need to move him inside. He can't handle the speed of these the, the edge rushers in the National Football League. And I think that's what's been giving him problems. If you look at his footwork, that gives him problems. If you look at his hand placement, it gives him problems. So uh, I think Trevor may be better suited at the guard position versus a tackle position. And he may be able to put that put into that spot that Andrews Pete may be leaving, right? So I, I just think right now when you look at the tape and you look at evaluating where he was even before he got into the draft, you knew he was going to be a project. I just don't know if uh, going to an offensive line coach during the offseason is going to make much of a difference uh, to be able to handle some of the guys in the National Football League who are just premier edge rushers that he's going to be going against one-on-one. But things can progress for the young man if he's able to get more playing time. I just don't see him as a left tackle. Kyle, uh, I'll throw you the question out about the playoff situation, the NFC first. Uh, who you like there with San Francisco? Uh, they look like the perennial team, but, again, you never know. They play the Packers, who really have gotten hot lately, and we saw yeah. the transformation of Jordan Love. You and I have talked yeah. about that before. Man, he came to Manning camp, and it's almost like – Stuck in my ear to hear Peyton Manning constantly telling him, hey, Jordan, set up with your feet. Throw it over the top. Use your balance. Throw it with your legs. Don't just arm throw it. And he kind of repeated it and repeated it. I'm like, whoa, man, even I got it after that first time. But he kept repeating it over and over again. And then Tampa Bay to see this team that, uh, man, everything's falling right for them. You got to give them credit. Baker Mayfield has played Really, really well uh, for the most part. Uh, and now they face the Lions. Your thoughts on, on those two games? Well, first of all, you got to give Jordan Love a lot of love. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. what he's been able to accomplish because Aaron is gone and everybody thought everything was going to fall apart with the Packers and the young man played very well. Saints fans know that, what he did to the Saints up there in uh, Green Bay. Wow. But anyway, uh, if you look at the Packers-49ers game, Kyle Shanahan had two weeks to be able to game plan for this one. Uh, He's one of the premier play callers in this current generation of offensive-minded coaches. I don't see where the Packers are going to be able to go into – is it San Jose? Yes, San Jose <laughs> to be able to win this game. It's not even uh, – I don't even see it being close. I think the Packers, they left everything out on the field for the Cowboys game, but uh, going against the 49ers will be tough. Now, if you go to the Bucks and Lions game, 
Dan Campbell, Aaron Glenn, and those pesky lines, I just did, I just see them as a team of destiny, so to speak. And it will be interesting, though, if the Packers did upset the 49ers and Lions got into the championship game, you will have a NFC North showdown in Detroit. Man, wouldn't that be something? So, but I, I like what Dan Campbell is doing with those guys. Aaron Glenn has really uh, helped to transform that defense there. So my, my two picks would be the 49ers and the Lions, but you can see it upset with uh, the Packers. Kyle, hopping over to the AFC, because I think these two games are just outstanding. What C.J. Stroud and D'Amico Ryans have done in their rookie seasons with the Texans, getting them, I, I mean, people didn't expect them to be in the playoffs, and now they're in one of the final four teams in the AFC. Now they have to go against Baltimore, and Lamar Jackson's going to win the MVP, and they got one of the best defenses in football with Roquan Smith. They're an outstanding team, and you're going on the road to Baltimore, by the way. Houston's been a lot better at home than they've been on the road this season. And then in the other game, you have a rematch of one of the most classic playoff games of the last decade uh, with that Kansas City Chiefs Buffalo Bills game Patrick Mahomes' first road game in the playoffs but at the same time the Bills are looking to kind of get that you know monkey off their back so to speak they can't beat you know the Chiefs when it matters most uh, and you know they're looking to potentially go on the way uh, to Baltimore for that AFC championship game but first things first you got to get past Mahomes and you know you just got that lingering memory man, from a couple years man. back Kyle and yeah. just want to get your thoughts yeah. on those two matchups all right I got to start off with the Texans and, you know, Mike, I, I'm still living here in Houston. Yeah, I, I know. I know it. Houston is going crazy. They, they love this kid. C.J. Stroud is the leader. <laughs> what D'Amico Ryans has done, what Will Anderson has done. You may have, what, Coach of the Year, Offensive uh, Rookie of the Year, as well as the Defensive Rookie of the Year right on that staff, right? But uh, it's going to be tough. You go against – Harbaugh, who has a now matured Lamar Jackson, it's most likely that these guys are going to win. But if the Texans are able to fly into Baltimore and be able to defeat the NFL favorite for the MVP, and it would just upset all logic in this world. But i tell you one thing. If D'Amico Ryans can be able to get at least two turnovers, his defense can creates against Lamar Jackson, it's going to be a lot closer than people can expect. But I think overall, the Ravens are going to take this one. Now, that Bills and Chiefs game is going to be a balmy, what, 22 degrees at kickoff or whatever. It ain't Tahiti, uh, baby. Kyle, Kyle, they actually yeah. just tweeted out that they're hiring more people to shovel snow just like they did last week ahead of that wild card game Kyle, against I'm going to let you go do that job. Yeah, man. right. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I'll pass on that. Yeah, man. Look, I don't know. Here Again, it was just a, a freeze here for us, man. If it gets anything lower than 50 degrees, we, we think everything is uh, – uh, frozen tundra right here. But but anyway, let's talk about that game. Joe Brady has really gotten Josh Allen to play lights out the past several weeks, right? And I think Chiefs fans should be nervous about this one because I'm concerned about Mahomes. I, I, now, his receivers did respond last weekend. They played a lot better. But I think his receivers, if they have uh, the drop seeds, and the missing routes and things to that nature. Even Kelsey last week was kind of off, right? 
it's going to be too close for these guys, and I have to give the Bills the advantage to this one. It just seems like they're a little bit more focused, and they have run into that. Uh, it's kind of what where Peyton Manning was going against uh, Brady from time to time. Yeah. Right? Lose, 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 and finally he, he was able to get over the hump. I think Josh Allen gets these guys over the hump in this game. So I'm going with the Bills. Kyle, uh, I know you've uh, reported it on the Saints News Network, but uh, former South Carolina state wide receiver Shaq Davis, who was on the Saints practice squad, has signed a future contract with the Philadelphia Eagles. My thing is, how can you let him get away? Man, we we saw him in practice, uh, and that guy's got some talent. Now, again, with Shaq, you understood he was going to need some work as a route runner. But, man, he, he had the size that you're looking for. Now, he's not one step fast. He's two step fast. Uh, and he was sort of learning on the – kind of on the go to be a route runner. But that that surprises me that, that he would sign yeah. with Philly. Yeah, credit to John. John Hendricks broke that one. And I, I tell you, it's disappointing because, you know, I cover HBCU. And I knew when they signed Shaq – Davis, as well as Mark Evans, they had two young studs from the HBCUs around there, right? To have him on the practice squad, being able to call up other guys like Kirkwood and whomever, uh, and not allow Shaq to even try to get into the game, I was was shocked to be able to say, hey, you know, he needs a a chance. In some of those games, they could have utilized his size and his potential. During the preseason, everything that Jameis Winston threw his way, it was like stick him on his hands, right? And Shaq Davis has a lot of great upside and great potential, but I still believe if you gave him some game time uh, reps, you would have seen him prove himself. He's always been an outstanding young man. His former head coach, uh, Buddy uh, Pugh, says speaks the world of how he was uh, as a receiver under him when these guys won the HBCU National Championship. So I'm sad and shocked, but I understand uh, he was looking for a potential uh, home for him to be able to have a team to utilize his skill set. Only thing I know is it's hard to uh, overthrow Shaq. I mean, he's not no five eleven receiver, and you know no. Bobby and I we watch in practice, and they got balls sort of over the top, and he'd go up and get it, and we understood sometime if it was a ten yard route he'd run it at twelve, and sometime if it was a ten yard route he'd run it eight. Okay, you can figure that out over a course right. of time, but I can't teach him to be that size and his ability to get up make a play. And like I said, he's because of how he's built, he's never going to be one step fast. But let him put two feet on the ground and two steps, man, and he's running by people. And so that that's really a surprise. Uh, that uh, And again, as you pointed out, John's the one who, who broke it, that he has signed a reserve future contract with the Eagles. I, I thought the Saints would bring him back. Yeah, look, ask Deion Sanders what he thinks about Shaq Davis. What he was able to do to Jackson State in that celebration bowl. He really dismantled that secondary. So Shaq Davis has the potential and has the big play potential that you will look for from a, a guy of that size. So um, kudos to him, and uh, I wish him well over in Philly. Kyle, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon, buddy. Always appreciate your time and your insights.
Thank you, guys. All righty. Thanks, Kyle. Kyle Mosley from Sports Illustrated and also the managing editor, senior reporter for the Saints News Network.